0: How often do you, do you do your tea injections? Weekly. Yeah, same. Same here. Yeah. When I first but started it, way. was <laughs>
1: every other week, but there was like too much of a spike and dip. Right, um, right. And so just do it every week. Yeah. And I like the, I like stabbing my leg with a two
0: inch Oh, it's so much fun. Like, you I'm a put big the pervert, little. So. I put the little needle in my tummy and I'm like, yay, girl. So you know, oh, I can't do that shit. No, really? I can't do. Oh, no, I can't do the subcutaneous.
1: The little tiny really? needle in my tummy. You can do that the I am, but
0: you can't. That's so crazy.
1: Yeah, no, I stab my leg with a two inch needle once a week yeah fine with it see <laughs> i did I the IM not,
0: one time it was mm-mm. shaking i could not pull it oh off. no
1: i love it i am such i do needle play too so like i'm just like <laughs> hell yeah i'm just gonna be a sicko death uh yeah <laughs> but like no doing the little tiny little tiny little baby needle in your tummy oh, i'm no. like Ew. it just hurts
0: for a second it's okay
1: <laughs> no i just want to stab my leg it's fine <laughs> it doesn't. I know it doesn't make sense, but
0: no, we are a land of contrasts. We are each of
2: us. Yes, and they give you the wrong needle size all the time. They, yes, do. they do.
0: They certainly do. I end up with the wrong shit all the time. They actually didn't give me. They gave me syringes, but no needles this time. So I have to go back and be like, they "Hey, always
1: give hey. They always give me sub Q, and then when they my injection needle, they always like forget to give me two inch, and they give me like one inch, and I'm like, "This needs to go."
3: I need it deeper.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had to be able to hold it in my leg for 10 seconds and then pull Yop. it out, and the juice not leak out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Juice not leak out. I know there's the big. bullshit Z lock bullshit that I've never yeah. been able to get down. The what? You, so you pull your skin to the side and okay. then you do it. And then you pull it out and then you go back and it creates oh. like a this where it closes off the wound. Yeah. Basically. You're, there's also like a airlock, air pocket technique so you can get everything out that gets caught in the needle. But I'm afraid of yeah. stabbing myself with air. So I Same. don't do that. And I just, I'm like, I'll just lose a little bit in the needle. It's fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do like a really long draw until I get like a bubble and then I slowly push it back up and the bubble goes faster than the the e it mm-hmm. escapes out
1: and you want to get a little drops out because that lubes it up when it goes in your skin
0: that's right mm-hmm especially
1: so T isn't T is an oil i yeah. don't know if e is an oil e is, is all some sorts kind of, of shit today
0: some Sorry. kind of oil i can't remember it's called estradiol valerate i think it has some kind of oil to it testosterone cipionate Ooh, isn't that fun mm-hmm. this has been the trans corner <laughs> <laughs> On the very trans episode. Yeah.
2: All right. We'll do the intro. Why does everyone always laugh when I start doing the show?
0: (laughs) Because it's a weird transition.
2: (laughs) It's like, it's cool. Uh, So we're here to do, where is my theme song? I'm Justin, I'm Skalkom Library. My pronouns are he and they.
4: I'm Sadie. I work IT at a public library, and my pronouns are they/them.
1: I'm Jay. I'm a music library director, and my pronouns are he/him.
2: And we have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself?
0: I would. My name is Audrey. I'm a retail worker and podcaster, and my pronouns are she and they. Yeah. And you did our theme song. I did do that. I'm also a, a composer.
3: What's a the drink? chanting? What you- oh, it's baby. baby. Wrong guess, Justin. <laughs>
2: That's for Kyle. That's for Kyle. Kyle's not coming on. He's friends with a baby now. <laughs> <laughs> this is an
1: anti-baby podcast. Just J.K. We were the first podcast that little labor Abbey made noises on. So
2: hey.
1: yeah, but we're also anti-natalist. <laughs>
2: <laughs> speaking of antinatalists, we were at your sick live show where I assume yes. nobody got pregnant because nobody got pregnant there were cause... too many gender and uh, <laughs> sexual configurations exactly. happening exactly
0: none <laughs> of it li- none of it lined up for procreation that's 100% the case yeah very queer show as as Donovan said in the, in the midst of things well you listen to this show there's a 50% chance you're trans which I thought was the line of the <laughs> night I thought it was really funny but yeah good time was had by all I hope very soon to be back in Chicago, Illinois, doing more of those fucking things because like going up live and like the second my foot hit the stage, everyone fucking erupted into cheers and I was like, fucking hold on. Let me get the Girl, music. you fucking killed it. Like, yeah. it's so good. I'm so happy about it. I'm still buzzing. Mm-hmm. Three weeks later.
2: Yeah. And you were answering questions about, you know, people's various quandaries and then a segment that I like, which is bargain humpers.
0: Yes, we did. We do, you know, heartfelt relationship advice and dumbass goofs. And then we like to go to the bargain bin of sex toy websites and find goofy nonsense and put it up in front of people and go, hey, look, look at that. You know, the, the classic podcast content minor way of doing things.
2: Was the theme that you did all Amazon stuff?
0: Some of it was Amazon stuff. Oh, I think okay. I, I got the, what did we even do? I kind of whited out in the middle of things.
3: There I was, was the drunk. like,
1: yes, you were. Uh, there was the like hungry, hungry hippos blowjob thing. That was an Amazon pick. Mm,
3: yeah. The
0: fidget spinner butt plug was from Extreme Restraints. Yeah. And, oh gosh, what was the other one? Does anyone have the other one? I can't remember what the other one was. We did three. I think I peed at some point
1: during that. that so I don't sense, think I, I think I missed one of them. Yeah.
0: Like I said, I it out because I was uh, very anxious. I did not show it, but I was very much like gone for much of that. I was just like running on instinct
2: yeah no pauses no breaks it was just bam 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 bam.
0: yeah and i it was great yeah trying to keep up just trying to keep up up there you know we got it we got it down
2: thanks all right so we've got a segment today which is we do as of like 10 minutes ago when i looked on my phone which is reddit ask reddit
1: Ooh. Library Reddit is an interesting space. I see.
2: So this one got cross-posted onto our library. Or no, this is this is on our library. So it's not cross-posted. Uh, my local library accused me of pissing on the door and flashing people. Now I'm embarrassed and don't want to return what I borrowed. <laughs> Bring it back. Uh, this is what I, I like. This one because it sounds like one that would end up on RFTB,
3: uh, <laughs> <Right>? quite honestly. <laughs> yeah,
0: the relationship with your local librarian having peed on the door. Why would you accuse somebody of peeing on the
2: door if they didn't pee on the door? So there was a guy who pissed on the door before they opened. Apparently, I looked like him. Cops were called a case of mm. mistaken identity. I see. I see. Jacques. Jacques, indeed. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, like, fine. return the stuff, do the night drop like he has to go do the night drop and then never be seen there again.
4: OK, but I actually read I like I read into the comments and he's not returning them because he's too embarrassed. He's returned. To- he, do- he doesn't he doesn't want to return them because he's pissed.
0: Mm, yeah, you know that's what? fair. Valid. Yeah, yeah. you're you're and- valid. You're so valid.
4: (laughs) Like, yeah, I actually feel really bad for this poor guy because, like, he's like, the library is one of the few places I actually go because I'm an an anxiety ridden agoraphobe. And, like, some fucking chump security guard is like, hey, I thought we told you you weren't supposed to be in here for pissing on the walls or whatever, like, in front of everybody. So, like, this poor dude just got the fucking security needs to go. This is why you don't need security in your libraries. They just, they're just embarrassing you.
0: He got hosed, much like the door.
4: Yes. <laughs> you hang on to Spider Man 2, the PS5 game, for an extra three weeks, buddy. I don't think anybody's really going <laughs> to argue with you. <laughs>
2: They will just buy another one. Manga, <laughs> a manga. Goodbye, area. Manga. <laughs> I l- goodbye, area. I l- a manga.
1: I love the la final sentence. I could still use my grandma's library card. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Fuck this security guard. A cab. Steal Spider Man. A <laughs> cab um, includes rent a cops Yeah. A yeah, cab oh, includes library sure. security. Yeah. No. Spider
2: Man Two is good game on PS Five. They really, I they didn- really nailed it.
0: I didn't know I could rent current gen video games at my local library. There's oh, a yeah. lot
1: of things Sometimes. you can. And you don't rent them because you don't have to pay for it. It's free.
0: I know. I could well, borrow it with your
1: taxes, but
0: that's what taxes <laughs> are for, is they pay I could for b- it. You're telling me that I could borrow Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon if I didn't already purchase it as a pre-order? Probably. Maybe, maybe. If
1: there's a physical version of it.
0: If there's a cool library near me that has Armored Core 6 in almost rural Kentucky, probably not. Probably not request Request a purchase (laughs) do it in a library loan (laughs) that's what I should do I should definitely hit him up and be like I'm trying to play Yakuza 8 bring it in here
2: yeah especially with the crazy way that PlayStation especially deals with physical media because what PlayStation does is you put a disc in and then it downloads the game anyway off The PlayStation Network, and then you take the disc out, and it goes ah, Can't play your game,
0: can't play your game. You have it on the thing, but you can't play it because you don't have the disc.
2: <laughs> so, your disc just becomes a, a, a physical fob for your digital video <laughs> game. It's
0: so cool, That's so cool. DRM's so cool, and the future's working. So,
2: I hate DRM, I, I really was like, some. sometimes I still want to like buy physical PlayStation games because I'm like, well, what if I just want to like GameStop it, but then like all the GameStop near me i think went out of business
0: sounds right sounds right
2: they didn't go to the moon yeah because there's a new there's a new uh what is it meme stock no there's a new game out that's like playstation exclusive but is i didn't like the last there? one now i don't the, know what the, video games uh, are call of the west they keep giving them weird names uh, forbidden mountain forbidden uh, mountain sounds very i'll forgotten. show you
1: forbidden forbidden mountain <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Like to climb that forbidden mountain, Dave. The one where you I, fight I don't know the what that would refer to. <laughs> you for, you fight the mechanical animals anyway.
0: Oh, oh Horizon, horizon uh, Zero Dawn. Yeah, I, watched, I call it Horizon Zero my- Dawn because it's a cis femme protagonist. Horizon Zero Dawn, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, woke moralists. Yeah. I don't know what video games are still. But I
1: hope this person steals this one from the shitty library. Yeah, available Fuck this for library. practice Fuck
4: on books. a portable Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the best JBP
2: line of all time. That's before he was that's back in his like fedora days.
0: He was literally wearing a, a fedora when he said that. It's amazing. I've got a
2: photo of him saying it. He's got a black jacket, a gray shirt, a wa- a blank white tie, a black fedora with a white band on it. I don't know what he's trying to he's trying to look like a black and white film gangster, I guess. Can I don't know. I
0: get a print of that photograph and have him sign it. I want that very bad. I want that. Can you sign the can you sign the white band and the fedora? Thank, thank you.
3: Thank you. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Reddit and information seeking, I just thought it was funny that I clicked on this link to go to this, and my recent on not that I use Reddit, but sometimes like Quora, you have to go to it yes. to find your answers. My yes. my four recent R's are R consensual non consent, okay. R sub sanctuary, R submissives, and R C and C.
0: Mine are all like show research. Mine are probably boring, but
2: <laughs> I was like, I oh. should go into. Huh. <laughs> Did you go to the Sub Sanctuary after they talked about it on Quora? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's where all the subs go to be mad about all the Doms. And then they went yeah. to the Dom Reddit, and everyone was having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Is, it sure is great being a dom.
0: Where are your recent ones? I want to find it's on the left side. It's under home. I've got my communities. Our announcements, which is funny. our our audio engineering, our Dark Souls three, our gun lance and our magic TCG. Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: the two the two genders.
0: <laughs> those who fuck and those who game. <laughs>
4: Mine are like our ask Reddit and like r like creepy threads.
3: Okay, <laughs> I, I,
4: I I like to read like the the ask Reddit, but like the creepy ones, like the like what's the weirdest shit you've ever seen happen in real life, kind of like. Oh yeah. Okay. I like to, especially during spooky season, I like to go through and, and read a bunch of those and then find the good ones and then read them aloud to people.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. There's I follow the two-sentence
1: horror one, but like on Twitter where it posts the screenshots of the two-sentence horror. What's Reddit. your favorite two-sentence horror? Oh, God. I always love the unhinged ones where like the second sentence has like nothing to do with the first sentence and just like throw some (laughs) wild shit in there it's like but little did they know (laughs) it just like throws in whatever scary thing in the last bit and it just like doesn't connect like they don't do anything
0: clever the Um, anderson's were on a picnic in the park xenomorph little did they they know the xenomorph yeah like shit like that (laughs) those are always the ones that i love what are you squinting justin what are you looking at (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I, for some reason, on like the front page of Reddit, there's an R libraries one, and it's like, we're finally banning the problem bathroom guy. Oh, and I'm God. like, and I'm like, okay, is this is just like someone complaining about a homeless dude using the bathroom. But then I get to the second paragraph because they're like, we we talk to United Way. We're trying to get him clothes. We're trying to get him granola bars. He's a young guy, whatever. And then I get to the second paragraph. Shortly after he started coming, someone started pooping behind the dumpster every single day. Yeah. It's like, guess- that took such a turn.
4: <laughs> there's just, there's somebody who's been doing that at one of our libraries. They shit in no front way. of the staff door like every no. night. oh mm-hmm yeah
0: you just got to get one of them grabbers you know what i mean one of the like old folks grabbers just go and or like, like the doggy bags the dog yes, bags that yeah. too yeah yeah the things we deal with in living we live in the motherfucking society that's for sure
4: <laughs> we sure do librarians <laughs> deal
0: with some bodily
1: fluids
4: that's
0: so weird deeply i wonder if you deal with more or less than when i was a bouncer like I had to, there was a lot of vomit mopping and uh, piss cleanup, but I wonder if librarians have to do more than like a bouncer at a club.
2: I would much rather hire a library bouncer than a library cop.
0: Yes, for sure. (laughs) I want a cooler
1: at a library, like hire Peaceways at Roadhouse.
0: (laughs) You know? You needed to like uh, you needed the guy two year old this? with a ponytail and a security t shirt to walk around <laughs> like check check <laughs> X's at the library. Who's the hot old
1: guy in that? That's in also Big Lebowski, and he takes uh, the ponytail yeah. out at one point, and I'm like, whoo! I forget his name, yeah. it's like Sam something yeah he, he, it's in the
0: i'm gonna say sam neil i wanted to say the two but isn't that the jurassic park guy it is yeah
1: yeah that's what i wanted to say <laughs> too. I'm i want like, him to have just... like
0: a cool gray ponytail
1: yeah because he's hot too yeah
0: sam neil ponytail yeah, yeah. surely he's will ponytail
2: one. rule 34 i'm sure it's happened <laughs> just just adding rule 34 and the end of any random google search okay. <laughs> this is what chuck tingle probably does and gets ideas for tinglers <laughs>
1: We'll have to ask him.
4: Fucking That's AI actually porn. A good idea. Sam Neil yeah. with a ponytail. Everything is else Neal... is normal.
0: <laughs> is Sam Neil Australian? Because he is. Yes. Zealand. A, he looks. In, yeah, he looks incredibly Australian in this one photograph that I found of him.
2: Uh, I thought you strange. were gonna do a joke like, "Cause he can get my Dan under." <laughs> yeah. Yay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Break it up. <laughs> Too that much was, fun. That was that was Reddit. Boom, Boo. All right. So I wanted to do well. We want well, what this is. This is our library. This is my this idea, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is our Valentine's episode. We wanted to do Uh-oh. a Valentine's episode. Here I am, and yeah, uh, finally we. I thought we need to bring a queer person on this podcast to talk about <laughs> information seeking behaviors of queer people, and so we've reached out.
4: Our powers combined. Uh,
1: (laughs) This was my idea. (laughs) Stop stealing my valor. (laughs) You wrote the notes. You
2: did, but it was my idea. (laughs) I'm going to get this Um, document pulled up.
0: I'm going to do that.
2: Yeah so but I I started looking for things because Jay has done research on information seeking behaviors of queer people before and I was interested in particularly like what are the zoomers up to what are the kids doing who are like
0: yeah are they all right the kids yeah are are they they okay
2: what happened during the like quarantine these are great ADHD transiting (laughs) every every like everyone trans to their gender yeah. um i have a friend so. has a really
0: cool theory about that is that you spend just a couple months away from the strictures of society and what other people expect of you and all of a sudden you're like wait i don't have to do any of that shit <laughs> like i was I doing... in an article about that
4: yeah well i mean when you're literally watching society crumble around you like at that point it's like fuck if i want to go transgender why not yeah fuck it
0: what's the worst <laughs> that, that can it. happen
4: what the are they gonna do to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, I get new interactions with doctors.
1: Yeah, Kelvin yes. Kalsike wrote about the experience of trans people during quarantine, both like people who transitioned before and also people who transitioned during. Mm -hmm. And then I was one of the people he interviewed for that. Sick. Mm -hmm. Because my dysphoria got worse during quarantine. Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. I discovered that I had it in the first place. (laughs) During quarantine. I had already started
1: transitioning, but yeah.
0: I did FaceApp, uh, because that was like a Facebook trend. I did the FaceApp thing and saw myself and then instantly went and shaved off this big fucking dysphoria beard that i had had for years and went and did another one because so i could get a better picture and went wait a second why did i remove this part of my that had been part of my affect for years why did i remove that so i could see myself better as a feminine oh no
2: (laughs) (laughs) no i do love hearing people's stories where they're just like you know i don't think it'll ever be me but i just think they're neat yeah exactly
1: I used to watch Velvet Goldmine and be like, you know, if I were a guy,
0: I would want to look like that. But I'm not a guy, so oh well. Right. <laughs> we're like hearing stories about transgender people and being like, wow, I wish I was transgender. Because then I could feel That's all That's thought to I, have. I could be allowed to feel all of these feelings I have if I was trans.
4: <laughs> absolutely normal being here for Wilker. a cis person. <laughs> Golly gee.
0: Yeah. Everyone feels that way, right? Damn. Hot dog.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm legitimately
2: the only one person in the Postponies Discord who is just like, yeah, I do. Just think they're neat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I look. I, I did some you soul searching. in there. <laughs> no, but I don't think so. I might. Be, I don't know. Give it time. You know what? Just wait. <laughs> Just, just we'll find out. <laughs> Hold on. This is pending, pending further investigation. I mean, this is basically what happened on my Tumblr was everyone just transitioned between 2015 and 2019. Yep. And I was like, cool. I'm following. Like I didn't have to change anyone I followed, but they're all, it was just that meme of the guy talking to porn bots. And it's just like, I don't know what's going on with you. Hello ladies. <laughs> just following a bunch of politics dudes. He transitioned. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool it is although instagram is still convinced i'm trans and it's like do you want underwear that truly fits your body i'm like (laughs) yeah but this won't work (laughs) I
1: think there are other reasons why instagram is giving you those ads
2: (laughs) i've been getting them for years (laughs) oh okay (laughs) you're getting ads for pepper getting the pepper bras ads I'm i'm getting ads for the thing that jay always talks about his little travel needle thing
0: Oh, sure.
2: I'm getting ads for those now.
0: Those are so cute. I want one so fucking bad. It's so good. It's fucking life
1: changing. Look at this goddamn shit. It's like it's advertised to trans dudes, but it's for anybody who uses needle based medication. Yeah. Yeah. Heroin users
0: yeah yeah exactly if
1: you if you like are do injectable drugs of any kind
0: right like, legal or otherwise this is very nifty yeah you need something stylish and transportable for your needs whatever your needs may be yeah
1: you can like stick it like your vials like in in here it's got all these yeah. different little pockets it's a awesome. little, little pockets yeah
0: shouts out to the uh
2: stealth bros and co stealth bros stealth co. bros also sounds like a trans porno collective
1: <laughs> yeah it's um it's a uh, black trans men uh, yeah hell yeah. company
2: yeah i'm just saying it just sounds like what's what's the what's the one jock pussy that's the one. Jock. Oh, oh yeah jock pussy. such a good, good name such <laughs> a good
1: name <laughs> and they, that there's like two trans guys that are always in jock
2: pussy
0: ari coyote and i can't remember the other one's name the guy that's got <laughs> the fucking
1: aries tattoo yep yep yeah him
2: I love the intimate level of knowledge the two of you had of this. Well, I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like, yes, the two dudes from Jock Pussy, right? You're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Listen,
1: Kevin. they're slim pickings. <laughs> There's a reason
2: I watch straight porn.
0: Yeah, It's because the gay
1: trans porn on Pornhub sucks. That's true. <laughs>
0: anyway, There's, there is a lot of trans femme pornography available, but must, much of it is, makes me feel bad to be the person that I am.
3: Actually,
2: that's a perfect tie-in. I can't believe we got here. Hell yeah. Well, so we're going to have like, us. an. Look at us. <laughs> uh, this is like our first bullet point, which yeah. is because we're like thinking about like info seeking behavior of, of queer people, but particularly trans people, at least, you know, it's just kind of came out that way. And Anna Valens had a video recently about like Huta porn and the depiction of the trans feminine body in media and just like erotica and like how it came from like this sort of fetish thing in Japan to becoming like a trans woman thing. In the United States where it's people are like, oh, yeah, I could see myself in this. It's like, well, I
1: put porn also helped me realize I was trans, too. Huh.
2: Yeah. Like, like, what if I just it had
1: it a like, big, oh, that would dumber. be neat. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'd be all right. That'd be, that'd be nice. that'd be cool.
2: Yeah. Oh, so I just made me want to have a second penis. <laughs> so you could do the Donald Trump dance to yourself. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Do the thing where you're like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I it's see the first dance. bullet.
1: Yeah, I see the first bullet point question is like, what was our first time that we encountered a trans body that wasn't porn? Can you be more specific about trans body? Are we talking about Nikki Or are we talking about like a trans person in general?
2: Trans person, I was just using body in the academic sense.
0: Sure, sure. My first experience meeting a transgender person in the wild, in real life, I was working at the Renaissance Festival, and there was uh, a woman who was, like, on the younger end and kind of just figuring things out, I think, you know? And maybe, maybe transvestite never really spoke to her, but she was met with widespread ridicule among many of the people that I was close to. And I felt awful for her. Like, I was like, that's really shitty that you would try to go to ostensibly a place where you could feel safe and accepted among, you know, because a bunch of freaks in the Renaissance Festival. Why the fuck not me? But like, it's like, you know, lots of jokes, lots of jokes. And that that I think kind of pushed a lot of shit down for a long time for me. And I'm like, well, you will be you will be the subject of ridicule if you are to Express yourself in that way. And so that kind of put me back in a few years.
1: I remember being in like middle school and watching like daytime television in the summer. And there was like a trans woman on who was just like talking about herself and her experiences. And she was one of those, like, oh, it doesn't make sense for us to be lumped in with lesbians and gay people because I'm a straight woman mm. like and all this stuff. And I was very, this is why Lou Sullivan's so important because it's like the whole establishment was like, strange people can't be g- also gay. Um, <laughs> and Lou Sullivan was like, ah, cool. All right. <laughs> um, But I was very deeply religious. But this whole, like, oh, this was just a person, wrong body, and chain fixed it, and they're straight, and that's fine. Like, I never had like a bad. Like negative connotation for that, and then by the time that I started exploring my own gender because of Tumblr, and then I started reading futa porn, I was like, "That sounds neat." <laughs> uh, and then I like <laughs> sort of considered myself gender queer since like sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Um, but like a in the flesh person, probably college, and like I met that was when there was a lot of like trans, like ma- like the fr- one of the big trans masculine waves on like Tumblr, and this was in like twenty eleven and stuff like that, like that time period. I feel like there's a lot of like like trans masks like former dykes out the uh, out like coming out of the woods. Um and I and I met one but did not know that I was one yet. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> so. That's such a fun experience when you're like. It's almost like meeting yourself from the future. Yeah. You know. If only. If only they knew. Speaking yeah. of people knowing, my girlfriend in college no-scoped me from a decade back. Like it was literally like ten years ago. She just goes. So what's your gender identity? We had just been to a, a panel on transgender identity and like like just people talking about their experiences. She goes. So what's your gender? And I go. What do you mean? What do you mean? What's my gender? <laughs> what, what's my gender? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, they drop my voice. In an octave what do you mean what's my gender <laughs> 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 and she's like no really think about it what's your gender and i'm like well i'm sitting here i'm six feet tall i got broad shoulders i got big hands i got a deep voice what's my gender and she's like no think about it take a second and i go i well fine i've never been attached to a masculine identity for even half a second in my entire life but look at me i'm a guy and she goes okay okay and just kind of drops it and then we never spoke of it again and then 10 years later she messages me on discord and goes congrats on the gender (laughs) (laughs) with my first girlfriend
1: when we would have sex I used to like be able to like and we didn't really we didn't like use a strap or anything but I'd be like uh, we'd even just be like clothes on just like making out stuff and I'd be like I can feel myself having a dick can you feel it (laughs) like (laughs) very 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 girly feeling. Feelings, yeah, not, you know, like, girly feelings, like <laughs> feelings to have, very, very, very sis girl feelings to have, of exactly. like, oh God, I feel like I have a dick and I'm penetrating you right now, isn't it so hot and romantic and I love you so much? Oh, isn't this intense and wonderful? And then I would like cry anytime I used a strap because I couldn't feel it.
3: <laughs> oh shit. And I was like, oh, I
1: don't know what these feelings are,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> zany. I'm just stone Butch, I guess. <sighs> <laughs> I'm just get Leslie. F- I'm gonna Leslie Feinberg this shit. Like,
0: <laughs> just kidding. JK. JK. Oh,
1: Use a wild. stone, butch.
2: is such a such a mirror universe. Jay. I know. I was really bad at it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was really bad at
3: it.
2: I was a top.
3: <laughs>
1: he said lying.
3: he, he said I was.
0: I was. <laughs> I promise. Yeah. There was a time no, was, when I was ostensibly was a a, there is a time when I was ostensibly a six foot tall dude with long hair. So everyone was like, That's a Dom and I was like, Nope,
3: not really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get the stepladder. just imagining me having to dom someone six feet tall
0: (laughs) (laughs) well you put Uh, me on my fucking knees that's how you do it you get me on my fucking knees Justin.
2: no i've got some ideas for standing (laughs) (laughs) you're supposed to be standing i was talking to to another dom (laughs) i was getting ideas
4: Climb like a tree, like literally. Oh
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Stance up, motherfucker. I'm going up
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, all right, Brace. Like when they like
1: when they test when you do katas and karate and you tense yeah. like, up and they hit you like Ugh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh that's funny. I did karate. That's yeah, dude I did shit and martial arts yeah. for a long
0: time. Very masculine. Yeah. Very masculine <gasps> thing that I did.
2: I think first trans person I was expecting to in any way would have been like probably just some story about like a trans man giving birth on like the uh, news uh, or whatever the, or like TLC kind dad, of stuff yeah. trans dad but honestly the first person who like and I'd be like huh okay but the first time I really like had to think about it was probably like Eddie Izzard's stand up yeah and that's mm. like transvesticism of course she's like girl mode now but like right. at the same time it's like it's still a transing of presentation yeah and mm. and she was explaining the male lesbian
0: know, thing was very t- with yes. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I said that a
0: lot. Said that a mm-hmm. number of times. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, tw- Twitter is is reheated five year old Tumblr discourse and Tumblr discourse is reheated. Eddie is her jokes from ten years
3: before. <laughs> the whole
2: she yeah. g- no scoped he him lesbian discourse.
4: <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, I remember being great. on a trash future screen one time stream one time and they were just all talking about something. And and Milo Edwards, who's a straight guy, was like, Well, surely there aren't he him lesbians. And everyone and the chat, everyone stopped what they were doing
0: and went, <laughs> Milo, no. Milo no, you did it. You
1: Milo, said the, no, you said the we're activation not doing phrase. This.
2: <laughs>
0: shouts uh, out to the he him lesbians that's fucking yeah. funny shouts out to the bisexual trans lesbians
4: Woo! that's right hell yeah
0: we're strong contingent we hold we hold a lot of ground actually <laughs> yeah i was reading that one that one article talking about the percentage or no i was talking with some co while i was reading the one article because i do pod work at work which feels good good steel time um, hell Steel yeah. time must simply must and one of my coworkers was like, How many people are trans? And I was like, Well, let me tell you, not that fucking many. And yet they and yet they like make this this huge fucking deal. Some like 330 million Americans and 1.3% or 1.3 million identify as trans in the United States, something like that. Yeah. Like, Get off my dick. Why do you why are you so mad? <laughs> There's it's
1: not well, even that many of us. I can't help it that I'm beautiful.
4: Yeah. You know. yeah. It's jealousy.
2: It's it gotta is. be. That's a good protest sign for trans. Women. Get off my dick! Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> such a good. Yep, I'm gonna bring that to the state house.
2: <laughs> just get up. Thank you for speaker for letting me have this time. Can I just say that, uh, learning council, I would like you to get off my dick. Thank you. (laughs) you. And it just goes viral on Twitter. It's like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) So one of these articles I read and because of like the horrible delay in academic publishing, this first one that I looked at from 2022 was actually the surveys were done before the pandemic. So they're all from like 2019. Um, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I thought it was interesting because they got mostly trans boys and men as their subject sample, which they weren't trying to do. Like, they just were like, huh, ended up that way. But they were talking about, like, how they talk about... So they, they sorted them into those with dating experience and those with no dating experience, which is very interesting because they would talk about like concerns about the ones with dating experience would be like, don't use the apps. It's just not going to work for you right now. Jaded um, 18 year olds. Well, it's just like legality. They're like, we're 18. If you're under 18, please don't be on these apps. Yeah, for real. Uh, also concerned about ending up in long-distance relationships. Minors without dating advice gave more general advice. You know, be yourself, which is good. Good advice, I guess. Um,
0: Kind of got to be. Everyone else is taken, as they say.
2: Those with experience and without both, they both advise not going too fast online. Don't know if they're getting that information from like their general sex ed or just talk on the playground. These are children. I don't know how old children, when do children stop using playgrounds? Like 35? <laughs> I'm going to try
0: to stop next week
2: <laughs> there were there were some some really interesting questions that i thought i pulled more than this but these were kind of like like radio free tote bag questions i thought i would pull them in here because uh, participants yeah. had se- se- several questions about safety and trust which focused on how and when to trust others and how to protect one's pr- personal safety during online partner seeking and one question was how does sex work before surgery do we use a strap on this trans uh, trans boy mm-hmm. um do we strap on or do we just not have sex at all or do we just do things like kiss our partners i would feel uncomfortable having sex with a vagina when i want a penis fair enough so if you got and, that radio free tote bag
1: well i mean there's there's also that really good so i know that there's the infamous fucking trans women zine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's not quite the same equivalent with trans men but there is this one i forget who put it out but this one like pamphlet online that's about men who want to have sex with trans men and so it's like how trans men can have like gay sex and it's like things about like what kinds of lubes to use and like things about like prep and pep things about birth control things about fisting stuff like that and that was interesting but i also have a feeling that a lot of trans men who are maybe Older teenagers just getting starting out, or maybe having sex with cis women and yeah, hand stuff,
0: hand stuff. Hand that stuff. was going to be my answer. It's like, mm. um, it's basically do what you feel comfortable with, do what you yeah. do, what feels natural to you, and fondling each other's shit is a pretty natural outgrowth of like getting into bed with somebody in a sexual context. So, hand stuff's strong contender for your clitoris is a little dick, it's a little wiener. Mm-hmm. It's good, <laughs> it's good to have. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. So, it's it's called Prime the back pocket guy for trans men. And the men who dig them, yeah, um, it's really good. It's okay. very, yeah, it's very general. uh
1: It's not quite got the esoteric, like fingering the the tubes the channels cr- the, that the, yeah, the fucking the... trans women. Has, Which, by but, the way,
0: I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I would like that. A whole I try. I did it that to mine. a girl
1: who had, had an. I, I did that to a girl who had an orky. Ooh, I bet I would like it liked more it. if I had an
0: orky. If I had an orky, I probably would. would. She like told me to do more. it,
1: like pretend her like the rest of her ball sack that was still there was like a vulva kind of. Sure. um and then you could just be like
0: okay maybe, like, I'm on, maybe I'm on team do that now <laughs> yeah as as I get like she told done. me to do
1: that so you, it seems like better once she had an orky sure
2: you know when you get those little tabs you pull off the plastic shopping bags and you stretch them and you make a whistle yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> do that with a scrotum that
2: if saying? someone was really into like scrotal torture do you think you can get it thin enough
0: uh, see if you get it good.
2: Because <laughs> vulvas and labia are like too
1: thick, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because it depends I, I, on the
1: vulva slash labia.
0: If you had hmm. Justin's really thinking this through,
2: yeah, <laughs> if you're on hormones. Yeah, yeah. Skin, skin yes. textures could be a little different. That's true. It's yes, true. it is. And you grip it hard enough, but I mean hard okay. enough. <laughs> it's quite thick. Don't grip it hard enough. <laughs> but some people are into things. mine is quite thick
1: my mine is quite thick not everyone's is
0: that's
2: true that's true
1: vulvas are a wide tapestry <laughs>
2: I'm talking about ball skin right now. Ball skin.
1: When they do, I'm gonna start working on my
2: flexibility
1: for trans but... guys. They turn the vulva, like the labia, into they like turn that into the ball sack, and they put little implants in there because that's what the same skin is. The vulva, like the labia, yeah, yeah, yeah. is what the scrotum is. Yeah, it's the I've same skin. We,
0: you know, all penis havers, we have a seam from what used to be our situation down there. Used to be a more, mm-hmm. open, used to be same more type of open
1: skin. format kind of situation <laughs> than it is right now.
3: Yeah,
1: <laughs> open source. The same type of skin. <laughs> yeah t- same
2: type of skin yeah isn't that neat mm-hmm. should you put a little bluetooth speakers in there instead yeah, I probably could do that that would be really cool
1: because I <laughs> but, don't want full bottom surgery <laughs> I, quite, I quite like my downstairs situation yeah um, for the most part I don't want it sealed up or anything I don't want testicles I would put a little Bluetooth down there.
2: That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know,
4: like the, the kind that like pick up energy off of like movement. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Wow, oh, a couple yeah. of times to recharge just jiggle them. them
2: around a little bit to, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is great. We're, we're breaking new ground. We're cooking. That's this is good. some Don Haraway shit. <laughs> yeah. Open source
0: genitals. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Like, I hope biotech advances far enough that I could just like hot swap my shit. Like, if I want a wiener one day, I can have it. If I want a vagina the next day, I can have that. That's that would be dream. the dream. As, I saw porn yeah, as, with a
1: trans guy who had a phalloplasty, but yeah. kept his pussy. Sure. And I was like, you can do that? You can do that? And then it like changed my whole life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's also there's phallus preserving vaginoplasty for trans women as well. So I'm like, what well, if I could keep my shit and I get
1: I want to keep my shit. I want to keep my shit. I want the, the, uh, bo- I with the bone. Yes.
0: Yes. I want bone. I want more. I want, <laughs> want, I the, want the bonus. I want more I want genitals both. is really what it both. is. I don't I want to change the ones I have. Bones. I want
4: more.
1: <laughs> yes. I of the addition, please. And add on, as it were. <laughs>
4: Browser extension,
0: yeah, yeah. We really are the ones that the right warned everybody about,
2: aren't we? We're the (laughs)
0: exactly.
4: And if you listen to this podcast, you will become one too. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: a cyborg manifesto, but it's like teledildonics is the main focus.
4: (laughs) I mean, that's just the cyborg
0: manifesto.
2: (laughs) I found it difficult to read. Well, that's why we did an episode on it. You read it. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Yeah. let <laughs> I was say it's in English, isn't it? Me and Donna Haraway were. we're That's not. You <laughs> I saw some of these I always, articles. <laughs> I know. I always make that joke whenever somebody says something was hard to read. I'm like, it's in English, isn't it? What? What's the problem?
2: <laughs> yeah, there were some other questions, in here. I don't know if they made an appendix of like the questions. No, I hate when journal articles give me are a so table. outdated.
1: With, give me a table with the questions you asked. That's a good journal
2: article in your method yeah. section. You or know? just don't write a journal. Just publish your an append- data, and I'll make I'll make the conclusions. Give me an appendix. <laughs> I love
1: when I did my master's thesis. You know, I put the questions in an appendix.
2: Important. Yeah. So they, they had lots of questions. So if if you could ask a more uh, experienced LGBTQ teen for advice about looking for LGBTQ partners. What would you want to ask them? And so they coded it into three different ones. So one is strategies for relationship seeking. So how do you find gay guys who would date a trans man? Hmm.
1: They're out there. But also, so this is, this is real. So in my experience, and this is just my own personal experience, I find that particularly gay trans men are more concerned with dating cis men, particularly cis gay men, than trans women are. If that especially if like, trans women are lesbians, mm-hmm. I feel like trans women are more open to tea for tea than trans men are. For example, I am not tea for tea because it often gives me dysphoria. If, like, the times I've had sex with trans men, I fucked trans women and it was very fun, but they were like friends, so it wasn't like sure. a sexual attraction thing. It was just like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah, sure. It was great. Uh, <laughs> And there's this sort of like, oh, if a gay man wants to fuck me, then I must yeah. really be a guy. Right. You know, like there's like this gender validation where like, I, I just like, I don't know if I've seen trans women have publicly expressed that kind of neuroses as much yeah, um, because I, I totally have this neuroses as well. I feel um, like- So I completely get this. <laughs>
0: I feel like we get more of our gender validation in the ways in which we are fucked over generally as women <laughs> like we get our gender validation by not having pockets and spending more on deodorant you know what I mean <laughs> like we don't need it necessarily in a sexual context and it's just like <clears throat> I don't know for me dating T for T it's sort of like oh you get the same downstairs mix up I do and you're fucking hot you're like a hot lady I'm looking at you when you're a hot lady and you've got the same shit going on as me then maybe I'm a hot lady let's do this you know like that's kind of how yeah. I feel about it
2: yeah Seeing yeah. like yourself in someone else,
0: yes, and that's like that's been a big thing with like finding identity and like finding my divine feminine, if I may use that fucking mystical ass term. <laughs> uh, Ursula K. Le Guin just like jumps through your window and
3: kicks you, <laughs>
0: <laughs> kicks my teeth out of my head. Um, But like, it's like, do I want to date her? Do I want to be her thing? You know what I mean? Like, that's a yeah. very, very much a part of this, of this whole journey that, that I think a lot of us are on. So yeah, you know, do I want to date her? Do I want to be her? The answer is yes. I want to do both. And I that am was a breakthrough. Then yeah. I had the, oh, it's the both actually. Yeah.
1: Cause I was like, am I actually gay now? Or is this just guys I think are hot and I want to look like that? No, I just, I'm just gay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the one the one week that I went on Grindr uh, in the very beginning of the pandemic, I have nothing against Grindr. I'm just not necessarily a seeking out hookups person. Same. If I go to a bar, I have hooked up with people at bars before, but I don't necessarily seek hookups on an app. Mm-hmm. um i'm horny but i i ha- i can masturbate very well uh so i don't necessarily need that right um but like when i was on grinder it was very obvious and i know there's a lot of discourse around chasers mm-hmm. and if they're bad or not and they i will just say uses, like i'll say that's how they, i feel about have, them <laughs> they have their uses <laughs> um, but it, it was very obvious when a guy was attracted to me and found it very hot that I had a pussy and mm-hmm. was sexually attracted to that. And a guy who only focused right. on that to the point where I was just a a, a pussy attached to a, a person. Right.
0: yes. Fetishizing yeah. the genitalia versus uh, like
1: I want my genitalia fetishized, but in the context of also liking the rest of me,
0: right? I need that. You know, I need that too. Like
1: I like my transness to be something that is arousing to yes. people. Yeah, um, I don't want it hand waved over. I want someone to be like, it is very hot that your body is this way, and yeah. I like that your body does this thing and looks this way. We had a um, good
0: conversation about that yeah. with with Left at London when when she came on. Oh, our, when she came on, our I show. love her. She's great. She was a lot of fun. We had a really good discussion about chasers and that that end of things, and we're and that's yeah. that's basically where we came to in that discussion. It was like, as long as you're not solely there for my genitals, then I'm okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. I want like I, I I especially like when I would like read like fanfic or something. I I, I hate the whole like oh I don't care what you have. It's yeah. wonderful no matter what. Like it, sure, but I want someone to be like it is so fucking hot that
0: you're
1: setup is that exactly you are a guy with
0: that setup yeah
1: yeah I, I like that it does like that that is to me is better and some people would maybe consider that chasery um yeah. and if if it is then fuck it whatever but yeah. um, maybe
0: maybe more the like like the acknowledgement of the gender of the person first followed by a hotness of their genitals do you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah i will say that like i've met i've actually had like more success on like tinder and stuff mm-hmm. like my I had an ex I was with for quite a long time that I met on Tinder. You don't have to limit yourself to bi guys, or to gay guys, trans guys. Bi guys are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every guy I've dated since coming out has been bi. So like bi guys are great. Um, and I used to be very insecure about that when I first started transitioning. I'm like, well, if you know, do they only, are they only okay with my setup because they're also into girls? And so that's why they're okay with my pussy. Like I had that hang up and that's just like a personal hang-up you got to get over right um, and it's it's okay to feel that way right like that's I do, a, you
0: know what i do no. worry about that with bi girls specifically it's like are they
1: like mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like would that they uh, would they be okay with fucking me if they weren't also into the, the right. other gender into my stuff. You know? yeah but like i feel like trans men who are into men feel like oh if i can't get a gay guy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: then, <laughs> then what are we then
1: even like, fucking no, doing here? What am I fucking doing here? It's like no, like I'm and and just because a guy is bi doesn't like I always ask like I'm always like hey by the way I'm I'm trans is that okay because sometimes people are still weird about it mm-hmm. but most times they're like yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah. Why don't I give a shit uh, <laughs> yeah it's great so I would say just like just do what you adorably do. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> and then and then a guy will find you. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like I- Having been a person who's had sex with men as a woman and as a man, Mm -hmm. like it's very obvious when a guy like now that I'm a man who has sex with men, the way that men who see me as a man interact with my body. Yeah. Even when I'm as like a a bottom, right? Like even as someone who's like bottoming, like the way that they like interact with my downstairs, um, is like different than the way that men would interact with it when I was living as a woman. Yeah, absolutely. Um so like that's like it's very easy to tell if when you were ha- when you were having sex with someone what they how see the, you as. Yeah, how they
0: think of you. Cuz like mm-hmm. I getting head as a guy from a guy was a fucking nightmare for me. Because it's just like, it's just all, all suction and speed and just like, I'm like, what the, f- why, why, why does it feel this way? I hate this. And then they like, I feel like guys take their time more with my body and like are care- more careful with me in a way that i really enjoy actually Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i remember once with an ex he was like i know you said that like wearing the strap made you dysphoric so i never asked if you would wear it even when i was fucking you like not asking me to fuck him but he's like would you wear it so i could like suck you off and like fuck you while you're wearing it and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) um and and like, that was like a really like, cause he was like, listen, I love having sex with you so much, but I, I miss cock a little. Like mm-hmm. I want, like, I want, you know, I'd be like, well, I got Reiner. Like I want my hair. And it was like, great. <laughs> like having like him go down on me while yeah. I had like a strap on like it's very obvious and like I know that especially if you are a trans guy who still uses your downstairs mix up mm-hmm. and that it can like feel like oh no I'm getting eaten out or I'm like you know like like it can be like oh how is this different but like I I, I don't know it's it's there. there's vibe checks around yeah. Yeah. when someone is yeah
0: that's why this is yeah. so this is so difficult to talk about without getting into like really detailed like this is how I am treated in these circumstances like because it's yeah. all It's all all very vibes based. It's not. It's not academic, baby. It's it's deep. It's vibes based.
1: Yeah, I don't know. And like, I had never had sex as a man. Well, I had had sex when I started transitioning but i didn't think i was a guy yet i was in a non-binary nebulous phase and i'm still binding and both of those times were with women and it was weird and that's what made me realize i wasn't into women anymore (laughs) Mm. um and i didn't have sex with a guy until i had already had top surgery so i don't know that experience of like having the chest interacted with yeah as a as a man because i i'm flat now sure um but because i was like i don't want to have sex until i'm at least got these chopped off
0: right <laughs> you know? i had i had been with a guy who was early in his transition when i was like the egg had just cracked and i'm like okay i think i know what my name is but i haven't changed anything else like i you know i didn't I'm, know what my name was yeah i'm gonna yeah. buy <laughs> some clothes i guess is what's next but do you want to get indian food and fuck and he's like yeah <laughs> And at one point he goes, he's like wearing a binder and he goes, this thing is uncomfortable as fuck. Can I take this off? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And so he takes the binder off and there's just, they're there and they're, I like, I like boobs a lot. And I was like, can I, I and he goes, what? And I go, can I play with your boobs? He's like, I mean, yeah, yeah. And like, okay, cool, 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 good, good. And I did that and it was good and cool. But like, I tried to like, nipples are fun and great. Yeah, I tried to, to. I tried to treat them like (laughs) masculine nipples nipples, do you know what I mean? Like the way you would the way you would engage with masculine nipples, despite yeah. the fact
2: that they're on Not female presenting feminine nipples. breasts. Yeah. Exactly. them <laughs> ask ask about the game.
0: <laughs> See them jaguars and you're just like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's gonna have that decks coming along. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: I wore. I would do a sports bra before I had top surgery. The times that I had sex, I just put a sports bra on instead, so that I wasn't dying.
0: Yes, so that it wasn't like hell.
1: Because I was listeners, I was a thirty six double G, and I would. (laughs) That was not comfortable. So when I had sex, I had a sports bra. Jay (laughs) has double Gs
3: it was huge
1: <laughs> it was not fun no i, I imagine I, I, that sounds
0: that sounds awful tell me what it's like to have giant boobs because I, <laughs> I wanted they to- <laughs> weren't very f- they weren't very full
1: oh, and sure. so they didn't look good when i was naked they were just hmm. like flat oh, almost damn. and like yeah no i they would they lived in my armpit when i was laying down oh. uh, i once had an ex said that the texture was like pizza dough oh,
0: yeah. Don't say things uh, like that to another person. I know. I still
1: have like really bad stretch marks. Mm. Um I, I think I, I damaged, you know, and I have like bad connective tissue. Yeah. Anyway. So that probably didn't help. I'm trying to like um
4: they're okay.
0: You know. Doing okay. They're homegrown. Yeah. I'm doing okay with what I got going on.
4: Seri- seriously, if there was anything, know? it would be like if there could just be like a titty exchange. Yeah. i mind. like so so <laughs> many like of like the trans women I've like known or been friends with that's just like, like I know so many people it's like, if you could just literally transfer from like the trans man or the non-binary person yes. who doesn't want them to the woman who just really fucking wants him. like that would be Scientists skid on it.
0: Scientists for real.
4: Life changing, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, should be able to just go down and pick some up, you know, like slap them on. I'd, I'd love that.
1: Yeah, I I remember, like, I first had made the appointment to get a, a reduction Mm.
0: instead of
1: getting them chopped off because I wasn't sure. I was like, but what if I get them chopped off and I want them back? And eventually, I was like, you know what? If down the road, if I want them back, I'll just get implants or something. Yeah, and then yeah.
0: that's the worst case scenario yeah i kind of had that too i was like okay so i'm gonna start e and what if i grow boobs and i hate them it's like well you just get a mastectomy you know worst case scenario get them lipoed out yeah just get them get them done
1: just slurp them out they just literally they just do lipo they just like they just cut it and they lipo it and then they like contour it sure yeah it's very fun
0: yeah i my experience has been a lot of joy my favorite thing is like the big concern among right-wingers is like yeah but what if you regret it it's like regret feeling at home in my body for the first time in my entire life yeah i might regret that at some point you fucking chuds
4: <laughs> also like and if i do you do you know the rate for knee surgery the regret rate for for knee surgery is like yeah. 15 fucking percent right like, it's wild the like sir the like elective surgeries that people are like you'll regret it no it's like you know what the
2: regret rate for children is
4: oh my god 100 <laughs>
1: percent.
3: no i like
4: also it's like
1: if i was able to like body mod my body already can't i not just mod it again
0: right right your body is a malleable it's plastic malleable. thing yeah <laughs> you can do stuff i to am it. but flesh <laughs> yeah fucking a and your
2: and that's gender why i'm is, gonna get that is, second dick. Is, there
0: you go trace your bliss
2: mm-hmm.
0: phallus call preserving your phalloplasty you
2: put you okay.
1: the same like scar on your forearm that trans <laughs> yeah. guys get because they grow their dick from their forearm. You get a bonus, you gotta inflate
0: <laughs> but it. But did any yeah. of you
4: actually see the Reddit thread of the dude who actually had two dicks?
0: Yeah, yeah, on Quora. I, Of course. Classic. Okay,
4: good. Because like that was some A plus content there. I, I have was two like, dicks, this AMA. is fascinating. Fuck yes. Like I have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. I'm like King. Yeah, King seriously. <laughs> I, I want that life.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. Um, Jay actually sent me something from earlier, which I thought was an interesting question and mm-hmm. more library related than a lot of the stuff I was looking at. So there's this researcher called Rothbauer and she was doing research back in 2004 on like her master's thesis and was focused on like this Research that she did with a sample of 17 lesbians between the ages of 18, 23, who, specifically who liked to read. And so her whole thing, you know, I, don't, I, was, I, I assume there's there's gamer lesbians or something. Hi. Uh, <laughs> that involves reading. <laughs> you got Dark Souls? What would you say to
0: June? <laughs> <laughs> you got a PS4 and she said, and Bloodborne. <laughs> that, was it. That, was, that was
2: so Riz. That's me. That was, that was Riz. That was amazing. That's me. Right on stage too in a performance, killing it. Yeah. Hey. Um. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. You got shoot or shoot. Yeah. Shooters um, got to shoot. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting. Some of the things from this this research that. She pulled from her from her thesis, which was like fanzines and online sites, especially around like Buffy, because Buffy had a very early lesbian relationship. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because most of the respondents were like, "No, I'm attracted to Buffy. The Willow thing's interesting, but I want to fuck Buffy," <laughs> 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 which was very funny. That funny.
0: Um, she's, I mean, she's she's hot coated. yeah, in, but in a anyway, way. That- yeah 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 oh have you seen vampire willow come on yeah come on i was more of a willow girl personally actually i can see that yeah Um, (laughs) she's just like me for real (laughs) she's just like you for real But a research... Well, that's when you uh, dress like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you've seen me. I dress like Will- I honestly do dress like Willow. I am to be perfectly honest.
2: You need to get the big Style. overalls, too.
0: Style icon. Yeah, I should get the big overalls. But that's NB-coded. But I guess I am nb femme. Like, I do consider myself non-binary to a certain degree. It's also Mario-coded. That's true. So, I mean, don't worry about it. I get to do the hands. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but anyway, her, her research is really interested on, like the process of reading and what reading how it interacts because because one of the theories of reading is like reading fiction is an escape for queer people and her thing is is like no actually reading is community building and self discovery uh, for lesbians who are reading in this group so I had some questions just kind of based on like her because she doesn't come back to this like specific queer aspect she keeps focusing in her career on like what is reading time like how do you interact with the passage of time when you're reading like stuff like that so what did you find what what did you do for reading and finding yourself what's reading an escape or was it recognition did you build community by reading
0: much of the reading that I did was specifically of like trans autobiography in the form of like social media posts so that was all that was very much like self-discovery that was like 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 I said she just like me for real like reading about women's experience of discovering their gender and then rediscovering their sexuality in the context of that gender and going wow okay so this is all ahead of me i'm so fucking stoked
1: yeah i remember being in high school and i will include movies in this as well but like the books and movies that i got into in high school when i started getting into queer stuff it was not about escape i have never been an escapist type of person with fiction it was very much about discovery of either like Watching or reading things that were like an established, not finding myself or what I could be in them, but knowing that this movie or book was like something that queer people liked. And so I would watch it or read it and then was like, oh, now I'm a little bit more into this community. I know this reference now. I like this thing that these other people like like it's like learning a language, hundred percent. Almost like that aspect of community building. That's why I have like the tastes of like like someone in the like eighties or nineties or something. Mm -hmm. Like I just I just watch like Todd Haynes films and Derek Jarman movies, (laughs) and like I don't know about fucking any of these like trans girly pop pop stars that y'all listen to now. Like I'm like no, I just I I I just want to watch Blue on repeat (laughs) and and watch hedvig you know i mean (laughs) Um, i
0: want to redo or bound i want to (laughs) redo rocky horror but like all of the songs are hyper pop somehow i think that would be
1: i saw rocky horror in fifth grade
0: that's well that did it (laughs) that did it It's my favorite movie ever since i've got a
1: tattoo i was frank in college i think yeah but yeah so for me it was very much about not escape and not even recognition of myself but of learning a language of like a shared like cultural memory That's so, kind of thing that's so hot is what it I was yeah although I did also read like and this is when I thought I was like a dyke too so I did read like Middlesex, and I was like this is making me feel things that I don't understand why oh no I'm, I'm very mad that she decided to be a boy at the end why does this make me
3: <gasps> <laughs> and like just
1: being weird about it <laughs> And then I got really into like lesbian pulp fiction in grad school and shit. Hell yeah. Like, I like own like Bebo Brinker and all that. But yeah, I I mainly got into stuff that like gay dudes liked, and that I like a lot of the movies. And then also like Bound, and like I love Bound. I own Bound on VHS, <laughs> like, like a, a screener copy of Bound. Damn. Vintage. yeah it's cool yeah or like i got into showgirls that movie
0: i never saw that uh, i'm i'm like, oh, woefully it's, like what do I,
1: it's like one of my favorite movies woefully I love it so disconnected
0: from this uh community through through film and stuff but like fucking dark souls is a trans girly thing that's like i don't
1: know what video games are see
0: that's for, oh, fuck we do i just watch
1: perry grant <laughs> movies like
3: <laughs> You I can see, tell you it,
0: all about the furtive pygmy so easily forgotten. I can tell you all about the soul of Manus. I can tell you all about these things. i got bringing up baby on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> <So
4: funny.
1: laughs> I just went gay all of a sudden. <laughs> I
4: Like I had kind of an epiphany about reading because like I started reading gay romances before I realized I was bi or gender fluid. Mm. And I felt really guilty because I was like, mm. I felt like I was exploiting something that I shouldn't have been exploiting. Right. Because yeah. there's the whole like, you know, a lot of like that sort of romance Your is
1: written. Say. Is, is is
4: written <laughs> is written towards like cis women, right? So like yeah. I was just like, I'm one of those. And it was just about the time that I was starting to figure out like that like queer people like existed because being raised Mormon sucked. But like and so I was like reading like, and, and my tastes haven't changed that much. I still, when I read romance, which I read quite a lot of, I still tend to go towards like, like men. And for a long time, I was just like, this is really weird. Cause like.
1: Cocks are hot. I,
4: uh, Right and then and, in then I, season. and then and then I realized I was just like, oh no, it's a gender thing. It's not an attraction thing. Mm. It's like I don't get to have that experience, at least not in my current body and configuration. So it was more of like a curiosity, like not even necessarily a curiosity. It was a way to satisfy that part of my weird gender shit Mm -hmm. without having to like get angsty about it, if that makes sense. Mm. And it's the same reason as like as a writer, I also like to write romance. I tend to Go towards male characters. So it's just like, oh, no, it's a it's a gender expression thing. Like the whole exploitation angle could be, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of arguments to be had about that. But that was kind of the thing that made my brain click and go, okay, so I'm not fucking somebody else over by enjoying this. I was just like, I had to kill the gender cop in my own brain, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is like, and I should have seen it coming because like growing up, like I really loved like books where like a woman pretends to be, a or like a girl pretends to be a boy to like become a knight and shit. And also Ronma one half was like, if I could like, it's just, it's just hot and cold water. I would fucking love that shit. Yeah. I I should have realized a lot sooner, but you know, again, again, the religious suppression, but yeah. So it shouldn't have been a surprise, but it was.
0: I remember hearing I actually I remember hearing about sorry, we we keep doing that to each other. I'm so sorry. I remember hearing about Ranma one half and specifically avoiding it because I was like, oh, gender bending shit. That's gonna make me feel stuff. Like I remember like there was like a feeling of like that being sort of titillating or, or like satisfying of something in me, but like being real fucking afraid of it. And so specifically like seeing the Ranma one half DVD case at the at the Hollywood video up the street from my house and like wanting so badly to pull the trigger on that but like knowing that i wasn't ready or like couldn't do it at that point you know
1: yeah yeah with me it was like there's the trope i would say of queer trans men realizing they are thus by reading and or writing slash fic Right. The, you know, Fujosi to queer man pipeline, basically. But I didn't read, really read like romance, especially between men or fanfic until after. I started transitioning and I started reading it because like, I was one of those like, okay, I'm straight. No, I'm bi. No, I'm a lesbian. No, I'm bi. No, I'm a lesbian. Like, I was one of those people. And I was like, I don't like having sex with men. I can't look at penises. It's weird. I'll have sex with one. That's fine. But I don't want to look at it or really interact with it. (laughs) Except when it's like in me, that's fine. But I don't want to, like, there was like a lot of like anxiety. So I was like, am I into men again? I better okay. test this. And so I read like romance and like slash fic of dudes being like, okay, do I like this? <laughs> like- that's so funny. <laughs> it was like research.
3: <laughs>
1: and so yeah, it's just like I know so many trans guys realize they are thus because they are really into like slash fic and stuff. At least now.
0: It's now available.
2: Is that when mm-hmm. you're reading Think of England? Yes. And yeah, um, nailed it. Chater, all yeah. of the KJ,
1: all of the KJ Charles stuff. KJ Charles is like probably my favorite romance author. What?
4: The Magpie Lord?
1: K- yeah. Her. Okay.
4: I've read those. Those are good.
1: Yeah. I don't really like the Magpie Lord ones as much, but her one Think of England is really good as well as I love the, the series that's like based off of Penny Dreadfuls. That one's really good uh, um but, but yeah like I read her stuff cat Sebastian very good and then I read captive Prince and it ruined me so
4: God it's so it yeah it's, it's ruining so good.
1: it's so good it's I when so they started selling merch, I've got I've got an adequate mug
4: I'm so jealous
1: and I've got a bracelet that says a kingdom or this on it and it's a gold God, right? I'm I jealous I know I know I know I know <laughs> I know. It I have brain worms because of Captive Prince. Captive um, Prince
4: is what got me writing slash again. I wrote a lot of slash it's as a so good. <laughs> I wrote a lot of slash as like a in my early twenties when I was like in a phase of doing that, and then I like didn't for years and years, and then I I read Captive Prince and it fucking unlocked something in my brain again, and I was like, all right. That's I why guess I'm I started writing this.
1: fanfic was because of Captive Prince. I was like, I have these feelings and ideas and I have to get them out somehow. Yep. Don't make these two people kiss. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no kiss. No kiss.
2: <laughs> that was a lot of the information seeking behavior in the, the Rothbauer paper as well. From 2001, 2003 was this, the period the period studied. And a lot of the was people just hung out in fan sites of the mm-hmm. things that they really liked, like X Files and Buffy, and just talked about X Files and Buffy all day. And we're like, Yeah, okay. this is how I find out. Yeah.
4: I probably would not have when- figured out I was queer. If I had not been on Mm LiveJournal. Mm-hmm.
1: Mine was Tumblr and it was... I mean, I I figured I was queer because of Tumblr. But then the trans thing was unfortunately because of Call Me By Your Name. (coughs) Yeah. More? Call Me By Your Name made me realize I was trans. But that's a good movie and a good book. And it's unfortunate about Army Hammer.
0: (laughs) I'm legitimately sitting here thinking about what... what, I mean, it was like liking dudes (laughs) that got me to thinking that I was queer. And like being attracted to to the other guy, like I don't know what like media or like where I was that kind of opened that up for me. I just kind of like accepted it as elemental about myself, and then it was like a switch flipped. Yeah, I was like, oh, went, oh I'm into this now. I remember right. being, I was, I was in like sixth grade, and a like another kid on the playground asked me, like, so, are you, what are you gay? And I was like, I don't know, maybe. I think I like girls too, because. <laughs> like that's where that's where that shit was for me. And then like the gender shit was um, just like it was like it was in the air and I was breathing it all the time, but I could didn't know what the fuck it was. And then it took it took FaceApp. It took a lot of experiences with we'll call it boutique pornography that sort of cracked that shit open and led me to where I am today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm queer because of Tumblr. like i was on tumblr in 2009 2010 and it was in the air and i learned about things like gender queer and gender fuck and all that yeah oh well i feel weird about my gender and i'm not a girly girl but hmm and then and then one i remember one night i went to bed and in my head it was like a switch flipped Mm -hmm. and it said you like girls and i went no i don't do i And then I went to a dance competition and I remember sitting there in the audience because I I did competitive dance and I was just like sitting in the audience and I saw like a girl like do the splits, and I was like, ah! and "Yo!" I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, um, yeah. And then it took a while for that to. S- I, I remember my gender therapist was like, "It's impossible for you to be straight." I think I'm like, "Yeah," because <laughs> I was like, "I oh, know if I'm a guy, am I straight now?" And then I started liking dudes. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I don't well, know. Well, it was me starting to like men again that made me realize I was a guy because I was like, "This feels different than the times I like men before." Yes. Like, hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. The liking of the liking of Guys feeling different than the liking of girls and that context changing again after my gender transition, that Mm -hmm. is a very interesting web of feelings that I don't know that I fully parsed at this point. They're like
1: the same thing, like my gender and sexuality, like I can't untangle them. Yeah. They're like just the same thing to me.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not a man,
1: I'm a gay guy, you know?
0: (laughs) I know that being into girls as a girl, like to me rocks harder. Like I feel like, you know, I feel way cooler about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love being gay.
0: Yeah, it's being gay kicks ass. It's, it's fucking kick,
4: rad.
1: It kicks fucking ass, dude. <laughs> I love like leather, and I I love fucking I don't I don't know like Liza Minnelli. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> I love having the body that I have and being really tender in bed. Do you know what I mean? Like being as big as I am and being like very tender. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of kicks ass. Where are you at, Justin? What are you you reading? reading. You look, you look at I was just
2: looking at my soundboard. (laughs) Just seeing what Mm -hmm. I can throw in. (laughs) Trying to snipe it. Trying to snipe the moment. Trying to snipe something. Just see what, it's just, I don't know. Oh yeah. No, nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think to wrap up, one of the things that this is trying into me and Audrey talking about our yeah. transitions
3: it's cool <laughs> <laughs> it's which bad, is though. a type
1: of info seeking this yeah, is how trans people is, figure this shit out this as is we talk ge- to each other I think this
0: is genu- genuinely going to be helpful to somebody if not mm-hmm. if not a listener than me
1: <laughs> or like like just be- like I know like so many trans people even if it's like a trans femme and a trans mass like talking even though our transition experiences are different it's still like oh you went through this too or yeah. oh it's like yeah. this for you oh it's like this for me instead yeah, like
0: so valuable. There are,
1: I have shepherded so many a trans femme mm-hmm. through the beginning of her transition because it's like if I knew someone grow like from my hometown or my area, I'm like the only trans person those people yeah. know. And so they reach
0: out to me. I love you – know? I this has happened mm-hmm. to me a few times. I love it when somebody hits you up and goes, I think I'm a girl. And you're like, okay, okay, all right, calm down okay. We're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. Uh, We're going to figure this out together.
1: (laughs) Were you going to say something, Sadie? Oh, no. Yeah, I think in conclusion, librarians. So the reason I'm so into this con- this topic is like I studied a lot of info seeking from a master's thesis and like info seeking and question formation, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in librarianship, when we think of information seeking, we think of, oh, a student or a patron has a research question, and they're looking up information about it in the databases, TM, and here's the Boolean and here's how you do it. And but there's other types of information and there's other types of sources that people might find information. We talked a little bit about this in the InfoShop episode where there's like types of information that like you as a library worker should even if like you can't provide that information, you should be able to like if a patron has a specific information need, you should be able to go, Oh, we don't have that kind of resource here. However, here is where you should. Go, or here's what you should look up instead. Like the library databases don't have this, and you can't look this up on the library computers because of s- stupid reasons. But when you get home, if you have a computer, you could look this up or there's this resource in town or whatever. Like it's important as library workers to be at least a kind of familiar with like, okay, if someone has like a question about like sexuality and they're queer, like where might you direct them? How do you help that kind of patron and information need? Yeah because people have information needs outside of a traditional library context and sexual and gender information is just as important as someone writing a research paper
0: yeah and i think the availability of that information through like literature and things like that is like of course one of the main things that they that the opposition wants to eliminate because that's where we figure shit out is through Mm -hmm. media and through, um, why do
1: you think they're doing book bands?
0: Yeah. And talking to each other and forming community and deciding these things are, like, affirming that these things are true about ourselves. Like, these things that we feel like we are- He I mean, didn't we Elon buy through?
1: Twitter because yeah. he was like, oh, my trans daughter is trans because she caught the woke mind virus yeah. off of Twitter.
0: Right. Good. I'm glad she did. Run.
3: Yeah. He <laughs> well should go done. after 4chan instead, <laughs> uh, if I'm being honest. <laughs> you know-
1: yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to nuke it. <laughs> so
2: yeah. But yeah. I'm becoming an anti vaxxer for the social contagion theory of transness. Like, no, <laughs> there's no cure. You need you need con we need herd immunity.
3: Everyone <laughs> needs to no one needs to go need to meet to a trans, trans person. Trans. <laughs> yeah. And make out with them. The make only out way with to make sure yes, no one out with me transitions is that everyone me, transitions.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean Everyone's that's that one nuke no short story.
2: Hurts. And when everyone's queer, then no one will be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: isn't that the kind of angle of queer theory?
2: (laughs) Kind of, yeah, it's anti-category, but I was just doing a reference to the movie The Incredibles by Pixar. Oh, where he I turns like everyone into a superhero!
1: <laughs> but it's been a long time since I've seen it. Is he a little queer icon? The one who's
0: the bad guy in
2: that? I, nah, I'm sure someone wants to fuck him in a gay he way. He reads.
0: I think he's a little queer coded. Maybe he's the, a little queer One of those queer coded villains.
2: Yeah, he looks like that Republican strategist who does all the polling. Frank Luntz. Um, yeah, he looks like Frank Luntz. He yeah. does look like Frank Luntz. Doesn't he he you looks exactly it? So he like Frank Luntz. <laughs> That's really fucked. <laughs> 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 always is I've always just been like who the fuck does he look like I just had just <laughs> this just always sit in the back of my head for years. And then we we figured it out. Proud yeah. of us. Go team. Go team six. Audrey do you want to plug anything additional yeah. aside from your let me, podcast?
0: Let me tell you about this. If you have information seeking needs and you are a queer person, head on over to rftb.me to access the radio free tote bag backlog, show about relationships, heartfelt, good advice, as well as goofy japes. Go check it out. RFTB.me or anywhere you find your podcast. Additionally, if you want to have some more talk between trans You can find that at data transfer anywhere you find your podcasts, It is a trans feminine reading of the Digimon Adventures animated series that I do with my lovely partner Corla, which I'm actually going to go record an episode of right after this. So that that's going to have a very good energy, I think. So uh, be on the lookout for that data transfer anywhere you find your podcasts oh and uh at odd on blue sky and at rftb audrey on twitter them's the plugs we've
1: been on there on both of those shows yeah yeah i was really high on my episode but i feel like it was a good episode yeah um loved it. that's that's where the Pagumon thing came yeah, that's from where was, the was was Pog. Epi-
0: yeah the that that gobble one, pog that that's what it
1: from was there. i don't know i don't know if i could ditch but yeah that was my episode
0: yeah He's he's a good good boy. I use that emoji Mm -hmm. fucking constantly. Mm -hmm.
2: I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I really was hoping that Squatch Pog would take off more, but people don't really seem to like him. But that Sasquatch doing the... Squatch Pog. He's got his lips out. It's very funny.
1: It's in the Cryptozoology Museum. Yeah. <laughs> in Portland, Maine. Damn, yeah, check le- it out.
2: Yeah. It's the only reason to go there because I don't think I'm ever going back. So check out the well, Cryptozoology thank- Museum.
0: Go check that out. I want to thank you guys for having me. This has been a lot of fun. I'd love anytime I get to talk about, like, violently queer shit. That's, like, my favorite topic. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Now listen, you the crazy.
4: Stop calling me a crypto Nazi. I'll you your
0: goddamn face and you'll
1: Plastic. Justin, I need to make you. Plastic. I need to make you watch that. So, Audrey, if you could not tell, that was Gore Vidal, okay, and William Buckley. That sounds crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. When so there was I forget what year was, but there was like the presidential debates happening, and the news media decided, oh, what if before the actual real debates at conventions, we had Gore Vidal, who was a lefty Democrat person, and William Buckley, right wing person. That? These are two. Intellectual titans. A Yale
2: failure who wrote a book complaining about how the 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 deep at Yale's the official deacon wasn't a Christian enough for him.
1: (laughs) And so they like, but he was like held up as like the like intellectual Republican Mm. icon, right? And so they would have debates before the real presidential debates and stuff. And the reason, like our news media is the way it is now because of this, right? And there's a good documentary about this called Best of Enemies. And there's one of them that they like had the tapes destroyed and did not air, but someone preserved some of it somehow where they're like arguing and Gore Vidal calls William Buckley a a crypto Nazi because he is. And Gore Vidal is a, a bitchy little bisexual queen, oh, yeah. and we loved him. I love Gore Vidal. He's my favorite bad gay. Every
0: Gore and Vidal clip I've ever seen, I'm just in love with the dude. I love
1: him. I was listening to a Gore Vidal audiobook when I had my car wreck. Um, <laughs> it was great. Um, my head on collision, that's how gay I am. Um,
3: but And I was a
1: dyke at the time, and I was listening to a <laughs> Gore Vidal audiobook. <laughs> I was bad at being a dyke. But William Buckley goes listen here you queer you you keep calling me a crypto nazi and i'll sock you in your goddamn face and you'll stay plastered and gore Vidal is just like laughing because he knows yeah. he's one now yeah he's just got him <laughs> he's just fucking nailed and, him and william buckley was like you better have these destroyed <laughs> and they were they were like the tapes were destroyed it wasn't aired but you can watch it on youtube that uh, kicks ass william buckley calling gore Vidal a queer <laughs> <laughs> listen here you queer in <laughs> that like mid-atlantic yeah, voice, right? Yeah. yeah it's great i love um that. yeah so that's justin tried getting the drop but it's like they talk over each other mm-hmm. so much that it's hard to maybe with yeah. the power
0: of ai we can separate their two voices i mean probably
1: actually there there is like a ai like the same kind of tool that that new beatles song that helped isolate john yeah, lennon's yeah. vocals from the rest of the track I, like keep demo. Hoping,
0: I keep hoping that acapellas and instrumentals are going to get more widely available with AI being able to separate those two.
1: Yeah, because that like Beatles one, it wasn't that like they took a John Lennon AI voice. It's just that like this already existing tool that yeah. helps separate the exactly. vocals from the
0: rest of the track
1: that was a little magnified with AI to help it a bit That's more. That's
0: what I'm saying. I just I wanna it be, I want to be able to make more yeah. chocolate rain edits, and I need more. Instrumentals available from various songs that don't have instrumental versions released.
1: Exactly. Yeah. This is like the actual good use of like that kind of.
0: That's art. That's the art, not the generative AI shit. That's the art is when you can use tools like that to make audio more usable and then make tracks out of
1: them. Yeah. Thank you for coming
2: to my TED Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right. I'm going to cut it here. Thanks, Audrey, for coming on. Thanks for having me. Good night.